0: Look, that's time to throw. There's an out deep. Way downfield. down. He's going to score. He's going to score. Touchdown for now. Seth Morales. Seth Morales. There are
1: no flags. The Boilermakers have taken the lead on a 64-yard strike. Unbelievable.
2: And they're showing blitz again. They back out of the blitz.
0: Toss it downfield. Caught by Stubblefield. Goodbye. Tanner Stubblefield. Beat Dwight Elliott. And waltzes into the end zone. 97 yards. More in motion. They get it to him. More in space. The
2: burst of speed. A place down for Purdue. He's still going. More. cuts back. Touchdown. And it it's intercepted. Bailey the other way. Marcus Bailey punctuates this upset with a pick six
1: it's tuesday night november 23rd 2021 and you're listening to another brand new episode of the boiler breakdown podcast tanner lee andrew Eiler, and evan webb all in the house tonight yes, sir. guys i don't know about you but i don't remember a better produced sports weekend in my lifetime
2: no i was i was not expecting an undefeated weekend just not used to good things like that so yeah. and usually
0: usually when we've had weekends like this where we've gone you know won a basketball game won a football game it's always like you know maybe we, we won the bucket or beat someone crappy in football but and then played indiana state in basketball or something like that let alone two top 25 teams and one team that's like final four contender right right um
1: I mean I I remember the bad doubleheaders of yeah. uh, the losing the bucket in overtime then losing, to, losing Richmond. to Richmond uh yeah. <laughs> no, there's so uh, losing the bucket in 01 and then getting killed by Stanford in the Wooden Classic just things like that um so yeah. it was yeah it was it was nice and and uh Evan you were you were there at Wrigley I was uh, for in the Chicago North, in the Northwestern game uh, how was the Wrigley experience um I mean from a White Sox but... fan perspective <laughs>
0: Um, I didn't understand the fact that, so we, my dad and I had pretty awesome seats. Shout out to my dad for getting the tickets. Um, Would have been awesome seats for a baseball game. It was, you know, 15 rows up, right around the first baseline, just past home plate. A uh, little tough to see, a little maybe too low for football, just given the nature of football and massive human beings standing there. But I didn't understand the fact that, you know, we I started in the concourse and had to walk down a set of stairs and had to walk back up a set of stairs to get to my seat. It made zero sense to me, but hey, that's Wrigley Field and there's <laughs> stupid construction. Um At least no, they've but,
1: renovated some of it. Yeah. Not as bad as um, it
0: to be. The experience was pretty cool. I mean, Northwestern fans actually showed out pretty well. I mean, walking up, you know, I, my dad and I took the train from, from downtown Chicago and, you know, getting to the train, walking from the Addison stop up to Wrigley field, you would have thought it was, you know, it it reminded me a lot. I texted you guys about it. It reminded me a lot of the Nashville bowl game that we won't talk about. And um, (sighs) more importantly, the uh, uh, Louisville uh, basketball game. We won't talk about where it was just like all Purdue fans. I saw maybe like a handful of Northwestern fans, the bar, we, we went to the upstairs portion of the Cubby bear bar and, not a Northwestern fan in sight, I don't think. Uh, but when you got to the stadium, a lot of there quite few like Northwestern fans. They had kind of their own little pockets. There was a good amount of, around us, but they never really got loud at all. Um, the usher in our section was the loudest Northwestern fan around us. I felt like <laughs> <laughs> um, Purdue fans showed out. It was awesome. It was, I think it was probably maybe a little bit more Northwestern fans than Purdue fans, but Purdue fans were definitely louder. Um, the experience was awesome. You know, getting to see a game in Wrigley was pretty cool uh, from an experience standpoint um the field was awful as you guys saw uh, there was I mean, hey it worked
2: out one time for
0: Purdue. Yeah, it did start um, the second half yeah and the yeah just like you were constantly just seeing just massive massive piles of grass you know clump up you know when guys were running and guys were slipping everywhere and um i mean we saw o'connell fall i thought God, that was a knee injury waiting to happen. And obviously, we our kicker slipped twice on a kickoff. I, I don't know if he slipped on his first field goal attempt. Our Finneran did. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't he notice it on that TV. I think it was a really bad kick. Um, no, but it was cool, and you know, it, was, it was it was fun to be around Purdue fans in an interesting environment. And then obviously, you know, walk into a, a bar to watch to catch the North Carolina game was was pretty sweet. Being surrounded was all pretty fans.
1: And we'll, we'll talk about the basketball game before we do the football game, but I wanted to mention something about the kicker slipping. I, I rewatched the game today, and I noticed that we put in a different kickoff guy after he slipped a second time.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice that.
1: So I wonder if it's something to do with the steps or him addressing the ball, which, I mean, the field conditions look terrible. But yeah. to make a kicker's change, they must have thought it was something he was doing.
0: Yeah, I know. Brom mentioned that you know I think the, they they let the players wear the longest spikes that are legally possible, and it didn't really matter. I mean, it's just the the idea of playing in a baseball stadium is is cool. Uh, the execution is was horrible. Uh, do they have for,
2: this? Do they have? I, I guess I haven't paid that much attention to the Pinstripe Bowl and that they've had every year. Do they have any of these issues, or is it just a crappy Wrigley Field grounds
0: crew and the sad franchise?
1: I, I watched a little bit of the Pinstripe Bowl, I feel like, the last couple of years, and I've never saw any issues.
0: Yeah, I've never watched, so I couldn't speak on that. So, I don't think I've paid any attention to that game. Yeah.
1: But you're also really? talking to a Yankee fan who's not going to say anything bad about Yankee yeah. Stadium, so... <laughs> uh, well, do they do
0: that in the uh, outfield of Yankees? So I think that might be better, because this the most of the field was going through the infield. Yeah. Well, the pitcher's mound, so there was a lot of resodding and leveling of the field. Mm. So I'm wondering, because that's where it seemed like a lot of something was happening was in the middle of the field, and that's where, you know, the second <clears> base, <throat> that whole, you know, obviously. The, just the dirt, field. the infield probably. The dirt, yeah. So it's probably just whatever sod they laid. um Yeah, it wasn't good.
1: Oh, yeah, the announcers had to always make mention, like, tackled right around the shortstop or tackled right around <laughs> second base. <laughs> like, all right, you said it once, that's enough. Yeah. Like, so many baseball analogies um, yeah it was just it
0: was funny because I, I realized I kept thinking it was a Northwestern home game I kept thinking oh this is a, you know, a neutral site game but it, it, it was a Northwestern home game because they had their PA announcer and it was funny to watch you know they had all the Northwestern highlights and the hype videos and all that and I was like man this is what must have been like for a visiting team to come to Ross State during the Hazel years because I was watching all these <laughs> hype videos for a team that just sucked um and you know the, the PA, PA announcer every third down or every first down, you know, say, say, so like, you know, now it's time to move those chains, and like nobody would cheer me you know, like crickets, <laughs>
1: crickets. crickets. So, yeah, it was
0: just interesting from a, a visitor's perspective. But they shot Northwestern fans. They were they were very cordial and nice before the game. I had a couple guys tell my dad and I before the game, like just don't kill us. That's all we're asking.
1: And that's and being a road game, that's uh, Purdue's first time since 1943 winning four road games in a season.
0: It's crazy. Mm-hmm. The season has been something.
1: It's been something, that's for sure. And then the basketball season's already starting off being something. Uh, the boys went over to Connecticut, Mohegan Sun, the Cheez Classic, I believe it was called, <laughs> and uh, beat yep. North Carolina on Saturday, then beat Villanova on Sunday. So come away with two uh, top twenty wins in the trophy. And uh, I'll let you guys speak on and Saturday. Some snacks.
0: Saturday. And so, uh, and and some cheese. Snacks. Yeah. Some great yeah. Snacks did you see the picture? There, yeah.
1: I did. I. Right. I like Its. its are delicious. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll let you guys speak on Saturday because unfortunately I did not get to watch any of the game. I, w- I listened to some of it on the radio.
0: I'll let you go, Andrew. Let you start. <laughs> I don't
2: even know where I was. Uh, this was a game I was not uh, overly optimistic for, as I think I really? said last week. A long athletic team yeah, that guess, yeah. typically gives Purdue teams in the past problems, but a lot of problems. Purdue led the entire game outside of like one minute, like a second, like North Carolina took like a one point it was like lead. 12 it seconds.
0: Like, it was something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. It took
2: like a one point lead with like ten minutes left in the Actually, game, I'm and then to Purdue to like put like it back out. up to ten and then it was over, basically, right? sit here. Like, uh, it sounded
1: like Sasha up. was was just feeling it on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Jaden Ivey took the game over
0: too. I mean, yeah, you had three guys scored twenty points. You had Sasha had twenty three, five uh, eleven from three, seven of thirteen from the field. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Jaden with twenty two, eight of seventeen from the field, two of six from the from three, four or five from the free throw line. Had ten rebounds, um, which he's I'm trying to six think of assists. a better. Yeah, six assists. I'm trying to think of a better rebounding guard that we've had because he. <laughs> So I'm trying to think of, yeah, it's like he just goes up and <laughs> just gets it. Uh, and then he had Trey um, who eight of 10 from the field, four of seven from the free throw line for 20 points, had four rebounds. Um, on, he also had four fouls too. So only, he only played 13 minutes. So we had 20 points on 13 minutes. Um, off had, the bench. Off the bench you had. And he was uh, the closer. He, he, yeah, he finished closer. the game. Uh, Edie played 19 minutes, had nine points. Uh, the person actually – well, actually – so Sasha played 35 minutes, Jaden played 34, and then you had Caleb First play 32, which there's a stretch there where we uh, both bigs had two fouls in the first half. We were up six and ended the half up six as well. So the fact that we were able to you know, keep the lead consistent with our two dominating big men on the bench was pretty incredible with a freshman uh, five. So it was pretty he, awesome.
1: I heard that when he came in though on defense, he had two block shots and a couple rebounds right away. So it wasn't like he was backing down at all. Oh no.
0: He's been I knew he obviously was obviously gonna be good. You know, he was a for the longest time a you know, top thirty player in his class until he committed to Purdue and then dropped to like what the eighties or something like that. And, surprise, um, surprise. <laughs> but I mean, I knew he was gonna be good, but I, I was not expecting this. I and mean, he had a play in the Villanova game where he, you know, pump faked and drove. And I was like, Oh, I was not expecting that and he was you know, athletic four and he runs also, so well. He runs very well, and I also was not expecting the emotion to come out of him because so I feel like every time you've, you've seen interviews from him, he's always just like a really, you know, pretty chill dude. And he was—I love the energy that he had. It was well, awesome.
2: I—I I think you talk about the Villanova game. Just in that stretch at the end, we're getting ahead of it, but the, the trail and the pass from mm-hmm. Ivy mm-hmm. that he handled somehow didn't travel and throws it down and then screams. I was like, that was Ivy really athletic and coordinated, and I was like, that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He saved um, that. Like, Ivy, it oh, made yeah. Ivy look okay. but I mean, Yeah, that was, that was kinda, a bad pass, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I mean, it... we shot 43, 43.5%. 40, 43 actually, we should, actually crazy enough, we shot 10 of 23 from three in both games, oddly enough. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. I just realized that. I was looking up the stats. Um, shot 55%, almost 56% oh. from the field. Uh, have we yet to shoot below 50% from the field in any game this year as a team? I don't think we have. In well, I mean, when you
2: scored 90 points <laughs> a game, too. So, I mean, you're – sure. We shot
0: 52.7%. I mean, the the guy who I was worried about the most was the uh, Dawson Garcia, and he he lit it up. I guess Thank God we fouled him out. Um,
2: that was a career he, high for him, I think they said. Yeah, twenty six points. He
0: was three of five from three. Played thirty three minutes. I mean, he's you know that stretch four, stretch five that could really give us problems just because you're gonna have to you're gonna have somebody have to go out there and guard him. It's gonna be Edie or Trey. Uh, but I thought Trey did a pretty good job for the most part, keeping his feet in front of him and you know guarding the five. I think he's def- obviously the weight loss has helped a lot. Well, that's but. big
1: if if he can get out there and guard people like that because that's how teams are going to scheme against oh, Purdue's yeah. ball screen. Because I think that's how you got to attack Purdue. And if mm-hmm. if he can get out there and move like that, and I mean, cause Zach can Zach can back away and still contest a shot because he's mm-hmm. a giant. Uh, I mean, that that's if, if if Trey can do that consistently, I don't know how you ma- match up with Purdue. And I'm not trying to sound like an arrogant ass, <laughs> but uh, I just don't know from a coaching standpoint what you do.
2: Well, I mean, you kind yeah. of see it in the Villanova game. They they schemed against it, and then but Purdue made an adjustment. They got Villanova got so many open threes mm-hmm. the first thirty minutes of that game, yeah. and then what was it they
0: call it like the Spanish pick and roll or something like that? It was like yeah, the no, Scottish I like, national them, team, like
2: a yeah, whatever. But they got yeah. so many open threes, and then I I don't know. I read that and Purdue Purdue made an adjustment, and they didn't make like a single three the last like nine minutes of the mm-hmm. game or something. Um, just I mean, so that I get that was coaching too, but I mean, like you said, you had these, and it also goes with Trevion guarding the, the perimeter so much better than he has ever in his career.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad we got through the weekend without playing Tennessee because I'm tired yeah. of playing those guys just in general. Yeah, so, which
0: they whooped on North Carolina. They, they did, Sunday, they did. I was s- a little mad about but. I
1: still think Carolina will find their footing. Could be a could be a team that gets in tournament as, like an eight or nine seed that nobody wants to yeah. see. Because you and know they're, they're talented.
0: Yeah, and there, and Hubert is doing something different than what Roy right. always does. Roy always did kind of the two traditional bigs, and, and Hubert's trying to do the more the new age of you know essentially five shooters on the floor in some capacity. You know, not necessarily your traditional bigs, and there'll be some growing pains. And the, the fact that they like to, the what I've been really impressed with the fact that you know these teams like to get out and run—that's never been produced thing—and we're right there with them. Right. And when Jaden pushes the ball, he's he's so quick.
2: I
1: think that's what we proved over the week. I mean, we proved a lot of things, but we proved usually Purdue's a grinded-out team, and, yeah. and this team will grind it out in games. And I think more times than not, the depth will overcome and get people tired, and they'll win those grinders. But we can also keep up with the running gun athletic teams. So it was nice to see.
0: Yeah, it looks like uh, North Carolina played eight players, and we mm-hmm. played, what, one, two, three, four, nine? five, six, seven, eight, nine players. And then we played yeah. no, ten on Sunday. Yeah, everybody in the North Carolina game played over ten minutes. Newman played the least amount with 11, only took one shot, but he had two assists.
1: I thought and, uh, he was the one guy that didn't play very well this weekend. Right. And, and Gillis, but that was expected.
0: Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, the struggle too is like with just so limited minutes. It's that—that's what's tough with some of these guys. Is sure. So, so many, so little minutes, and trying to prove yourself. It's gonna be and figure out how to wait to be effective without pressing it, because that's when stupid decisions can happen and dumb shots are taken.
1: Very true, very true. But uh, yeah, um, then on Sunday we go to Toto Villanova, a team we've had some history with, one of the best coached teams in the country. Um. A veteran team, one of the best shooters in the country, Gillespie. Um, knew it was going to be a challenge. And I don't know how you guys are feeling when we were down 11 with nine minutes to go, but I was not feeling very good.
0: No, I was not.
1: And uh, I was kind of starting
0: to talk to myself like, okay, you know, just don't get blown out. You know, this is, it's probably a good thing we lost the game. You know, give Painter a chance. And all of a sudden, Isaiah hits a couple threes, and I'm like, ooh, we're uh, climbing back. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, we take the Sasha. Like, right, yeah. Like, screw it, let's just win the damn game. Made our last
1: 14 shots, I <laughs> yeah. believe, from the field? I
0: thought it was 11. It was 11? I think we went 11 for 11. Okay, 11.
1: Um, I, say I think,
0: like, and only missed, like, one free throw. I think Eric makes one late. But yeah, he he toward the, he the end, yeah. It didn't matter at that point. But, I mean, they only played seven guys, but really only six, because Archie Giacchino only played five minutes. I can't uh, believe that other Archie
2: <laughs> I saw it on the so, roster and was like, no freaking.
0: I mean Gillespie played the entire. I think he. I think they said he mm-hmm. sat like it was like less than thirty seconds. I mean it says yeah, forty. It, it, it says, says 40, forty. It says forty. But I remember the the announcers saying something about like how he's only sat. This is like late in the second half. He only sat. It was like less than a minute or something crazy like that. So I think they were just tired early. Early, you know, game or early in the season, back to back days. Um, I mean, they're. I love Villanova. Sorry, Andrew is a beast. You're not a beast fan, but I, I love worse. Villanova. <laughs> Jay Wright's I mean, the worst. I mean, he's such a good coach, and they're so disciplined. It was just so was so annoying to watch play against them. It was just they just didn't make mistakes for the longest time. It was like they didn't turn it over. They just passed around, passed no, they, around, passed around, and then they find then finally you have you have a breakdown defensively, and they boom, they hit, hit you in the face with a three. It was just like, come was, on, yeah, you got to go beat
1: them. They're not going to beat yeah. themselves too often. Was it the
2: Villanova game that they only had that Villanova only had two fouls in the first half? Yes. Zero turnovers. And zero zero turnovers until like ten minutes left in the game. Yep.
1: But I thought Isaiah Thompson did a great job on Gillespie.
0: Oh, yeah. He played great. Um,
1: he's he's making me look dumb because at the start of the year, I was like, ah, really? We're starting him over Eric Hunter, and he's been, <laughs> he's been nails. <laughs> what do I know?
0: I mean, we hit, I mean, again, 10-23 from three, 52, or 50, basically 53% from the field, 85% or a, a basically 86% from the free throw line. That was huge. Was That's what I was getting a little worried about because we didn't shoot as well on Saturday from the free throw line. We were like in the high – we were sixty-eight percent on Saturday, but on Sunday we were twelve or fourteen. So we hit them when we needed to. Um, but I mean, you had one, two, three, four, five guys in double figures. Travion had nine, so close enough. Um, I mean, I mean, Zach Eadie was an absolute monster, twenty-one and six. Uh, Caleb had twelve and four. Isaiah had twelve points on four, four or five from the from three, which was unbelievable. Ivy had 10, 7, and 7. Um, only had one turnover. I mean, that was obviously a huge thing before the season that what we were worried about was his, you know, with the way he plays, is just a dumb turnover. He only had one turnover the entire game. Um, and then Sasha had 10 points, 2 of two of 7 from 3. Not his best game, um, but he had 3 rebounds and 6 assists. So, And he had that awesome uh, breakaway where he, had got the, where he got the steal and drove the length of the court, which I was not expecting at all.
2: Is uh is Jaden Ivey going to have a triple double this year? I think so. I mean, ten, seven, and seven against Villanova. You have it Friday. Ten, yeah. <laughs> Twenty, twenty-two, ten, and six against North Carolina. I mean, yeah. And there was like I think I
0: read or heard on a podcast there was like I think about twenty-five NBA scouts at that tournament this weekend.
1: There was a hundred, they said on TV on there on Sunday.
0: A uh, hundred
1: on Sunday? That's what the commentator said, a hundred. Oh, my God. How I did not that? hear that part. <laughs>
2: how, how could that be? Like, is there an entire coaching staff? There? Maybe or it was
0: 25 teams were there. Maybe that's what I heard. Maybe it was 25 teams. Did they bring five know. people? <laughs>
1: they said a hundred. I mean, they could have been just exaggerating. I, I, I think I heard said that hundred. Well.
2: Yeah, I thought I heard that, but I thought I misheard that. I missed. No, like,
1: that. they said a hundred. I, I heard so. Oh. Maybe. My I God. Mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. No, he said 100 NBA scouts because maybe that's some international teams too. It wasn't.
2: Who was – Fran Fashilla no, yeah, called okay. up. Called so it wasn't games, Jay Billis, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Fran, the uh, foreign player expert, international yeah. player expert.
2: I didn't. I maybe, uh, maybe because we had our Thanksgiving on Saturday, so maybe I missed it. I did not see any Zach E. D. on skate, skates pictures, I don't think. They, I don't know if they I even really talked it. about it.
0: They talked, a pit, they talked about
1: him being a they talked about being a pitcher in baseball on yeah, Sunday, okay. but not hockey.
2: Okay, I'm shocked.
0: Yeah. Yep. So we were talking about it. we had some uh, family friend meet us at the bar we were at on Saturday for the North Carolina game, and remember my dad was telling him about that. But I don't think we yeah I don't think they ever showed I don't the picture remember. of him on skates like they do every other freaking game. But I mean, yeah, can I can the fact we pulled away in that game it definitely. I mean, obviously we wore them down, which we can do. I mean, a lot of teams might play eight or nine guys, but like, it's just crazy that we have two, essentially a platoon swap that both teams are, could probably be most of the teams on our schedule.
1: Well, then at times we can take our starting center out, put our backup in and at times get better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And match.
2: that's what's, that's what it's crazy. How painter, I mean, I think he's doing incredible right now. And it's just, I mean, especially through those two tough games of balancing Edie and Williams, because it's like both guys could just take over the game mm-hmm. With right. Ivy as well. and I don't even think right. outside of a couple of games, Ivy really hasn't played all that well,
0: honestly.
1: And, and I think Williams is becoming an all-time fan favorite amongst mm-hmm. most because how he's taken on this coming off the bench and being a good teammate.
0: I mean, you see him on the sideline when Edie when does something. He's like the first guy off the bench, like jumping right. up and down. It's awesome. I mean, there's going to be so many games where we saw it just, just this weekend was Saturday was, you know, Trey was the closer. And then on Sunday, you know, it was Zach's turn. To, to dominate and even i think i think yeah it was a Villanova game where painter was even doing offense defense where he had trey in for mm-hmm. defense and he would swap Edie in for offense because he, he can't you can't stop they couldn't stop I again mean, the tallest guy was like six eight
2: and eds have got some really good touch from the free throw line yeah. i don't i don't know what trey's shooting i feel like it's shooting better this year from the free throw His line Form looks better But yeah. Edie's like Edie's like 80 or something uh, from the free right throw line 80. right now yeah so i mean toward the end of the game on offense it makes some so much sense to have him in there to at and least be free throws too. Sixty-five percent for from the free throw try. line looks like for Trey, which is better.
1: And with having a ten-man rotation, I feel like it could be any guy's night at any time. Any ten of those guys, yeah. which is just I don't, just baffling. I can't get used well, to it.
2: <laughs> and that's what you said with like Brandon Newman, not like having the best weekend for him, but he could hit four threes. Sure. We
0: saw I last year where he yeah. went off for thirty, like right. a yeah. and then right kind of kind of disappeared after that. But right, I
1: mean, we're going to have guys go hot and cold. I mean, yeah. that's why we have. I mean, if you can have ten players to put in there, that's incredible, incredible. But I, uh, where does it rank up there for best Purdue non-conference victories that you guys have witnessed?
2: I, I don't cumulative know. or like individually. I think in, I think cumulatively this is.
1: Okay. I can't oh. remember. Yeah, if you tie yeah. these two, but I'm talking just Villanova, I guess. Oh.
0: I mean, was- the fact that it was on a neutral court, I mean, it felt like a tournament game. I mean, just the, like, even it's, it's crazy as I'm just like, even like just the way they had mic'd the Nets. I feel like they, only, like, they mic'd the Nets differently in tournament games I Maybe mean, it was just me just being dumb. But it just felt like a tournament atmosphere. You know, I thought, obviously, it's closer for, to Philly uh, to get to Connecticut than it is from Indiana, so I thought there's a decent amount of, Villanova fans there. So I think it was a sold-out event all weekend, which is pretty cool. Um, It's got to be up there, one of the best ones. I mean, because I feel like a lot of the ones we've seen are usually at home. And the fact that we did it away from home was even more impressive. I mean, I'm trying to think think of the big ones we've had, and I'm drawing a blank. I mean, obviously, we had, what, Virginia the year after they won the national championship. Mm -hmm. We steamrolled them, but that wasn't the same team as the year before. That was at home. It was was at home.
2: About West the Baby Boilers and they whooped West that one, Virginia.
0: That was a good one. That was I was home. there for that. Yeah, that was. At I home. was at home, but, but still it, they they like yeah. four versus five or four or six. Yeah. That was that. That's up there for sure. Because that West
1: Virginia team made the Final Four that year. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, I mean, and this one was in. the I mean, it got it sparked the team, but our 17-18 uh, team when they beat that. Arizona team that was ranked third at the time in the seventh place game down in Atlanta. We
0: were supposed to meet the championship game. The yeah. consolation. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we also beat number one Arizona. In a, won a, a Katie team that wasn't very good in the Wooden Tradition in the early two That's
0: didn't, right? I don't. Didn't, I, I vaguely remember that.
2: Did uh, did Purdue beat Duke in like the yep. Alaska great shootout. Alaska shootout? Was, yeah. Duke yeah. was number was...
1: two and won by three points. That that was the uh, Chris Booker year that mm-hmm. uh, Booker gets yep ruled ineligible and we end up making NIT. because yeah. I remember in January of that year Steve Lavin picked us to make the Final Four, so we were starting <laughs> to roll a little bit and then that happened and the wheels fell off. So so there's some other good Louisville, uh the baby boilers freshman year. That was that was under wooden down in Indianapolis. I don't
0: remember that one.
1: Yeah, we it. turned around and lost to Walford the next game. So
0: I was at that game, I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we went out to Vegas and lost two out there or split I think out there and so. Well, like,
0: oh I think we year, beat
1: Missouri 10. State by like two.
0: Yeah, um, and I had then rushing we out of your house, stand Yeah, was, yeah
1: on the computer.
0: On the computer, not yeah. a laptop, <laughs> a
1: desktop, old, big, fat computer.
0: <laughs> well, like, uh, like a like a like a ten inch like like pixelated, stream. Yeah, pixelated glitch, screen. glitching stream.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but, oh, God. Uh, but uh, I think it's right up there with the rest. But that yeah, that was Virginia one you guys mentioned that was, which was unique about that one it was in January. We'd already played a few January conference one, games. Yeah. So
0: that, that yeah, was that was that's one of the, probably the top mackie environments i've been in just because it was i mean i know tanner you weren't there so i like to rub it in the face so that, was yeah, it, so that one
1: yeah that's all right but just
0: at the the robbie five second call was some of the loudest i've ever experienced God. at mackie um it,
1: and i still think and i know mackie gets stupid loud now i still think it was louder when the paint crew is in one section instead of split yeah i think it was louder overall. a wall
0: of sound it yeah. was
1: because mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was... the loudest I've ever heard it. I got. and I know decimal wise they say when we beat Indiana a few years ago to win the Big Ten, but uh, 2011 against Ohio, Ohio State. State was yeah. stupid. Yeah, loud because because they gave us latex gloves too to clap because it was supposed to make it louder. The That's right. Yeah, I was there. for so, Yeah, I was
0: a senior in high school. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, good, good stuff. But uh, uh, should be easy week for the Boilers this week. Two o'clock, Big Ten or BTM+. Plus. I didn't realize we
0: still had BTM. I didn't realize that we had another. I thought it was the this first. This got to be the
1: last one, I would think. Oh, gosh. Omaha, uh, Friday. Yeah. Um, I'll be listening to it on the radio. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not, not spending $10 for, yeah. a, for a feed that's not even going to come in, probably. But uh, hopefully the guys get through the game, get through healthy, and then get ready for the Seminoles. who
0: and, uh, and we talk they, about it. Mean,
1: they look good today.
0: Yeah, and it's sweet. Or last night. No, uh, I'm one I'm to say that rankings don't matter. Um, but there's a chance that going to be number one next week. Um, although I could see because we've got Gonzaga plays UCLA tonight mm-hmm. and then Gonzaga plays Duke on Friday. Mm-hmm. And so if they, you want them to win tonight and lose to Duke on Friday. Right. But I could still see if they lose tonight, they drop the two, UCLA goes to one, then we stay at three or something like that. Uh, I can see. Yeah. That, but,
1: I guess it depends how they lose. If they lose, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's in Vegas, which is a shame. It'd be sweet if it was in. Uh, poly Pavilion, or I think it's the Kennels. What uh, um, Gonzaga calls their core, but it's in it's in Vegas at uh, whatever things going on there right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Vegas is also having a Maui right now. Yes. So that would that would stink. Thinking you're going go to get to go Hawaii. I'm not <laughs> saying that Vegas isn't cool, but man, that that's that's terrible.
2: I yeah. Butler Butler's there now and. I would feel like because they've been they've probably known about this for two years. Like, oh, you're going yeah, to Hawaii. Yeah. And like, like, thinking about like the like Aaron Thompson, who's back for his fifth or sixth year. I don't even know. I've been there forever. And it's just like, oh, yeah, never mind. Not Hawaii. This yeah. is better than
0: Asheville, North Carolina, which is where it was last year. Was it? I couldn't have yeah. told you where it was last yeah, year. I know. Uh, <laughs> God, I think Indiana was in it. Um, I think Texas was in it. I think Texas. I think that was the thing. Yeah, that was the.
1: Are we in it like in two years?
0: I have no idea. I feel because like it was, it was, I think like next
1: like year we're in that big one out in PK Oregon. 80. Yeah, yeah. 80, yeah. That's gonna be nuts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which I for I don't even, was that even a thing this year or was, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh. Cool one to go to. Yeah. No, I've never been to, yeah.
1: the, no, I've never been to Oregon. I've never been yeah. that nope, Oregon, Northwest in general. Yeah. So uh any final thoughts about basketball before we before we switch gears and talk some pigskin. I, I I mean I guess we could pick some games. I haven't even looked at the games, though I figured
0: Oh I, I haven't, right I haven't looked. Uh, let's see here. Who do you guys got for UCLA Gonzaga tonight? As of right now, ooh, spread is Gonzaga seven. Again, this is in UC or this is in uh um Las Vegas.
1: I think I think Gonzaga wins. I hope I hope
0: I, think so, yeah, I hope bro. I hope
1: they win. I hope they win and lose the Duke, like you said.
0: Uh, let's see here. Nothing. We got... I forgot. This is what it was called, but the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis <laughs> tomorrow. You <We> got UConn <laughs> versus Auburn. 22 versus 19. 2.30 on ESPN. Give me UConn. UConn looks pretty I good.
1: I think Hurley's Her- really? doing a good job. I like Hurley's yeah, a coach.
0: coach. I'll take UConn for that. I
1: don't, like, I don't have any respect for Bruce Pearl. <laughs> Slimeball.
0: Uh... Ooh, Kansas plays North Texas on Thursday. Go uh, mean go green Ox on that, yeah. Um, on Friday, again, Gonzaga again. 10.30 ESPN, uh, 1 versus 5, Gonzaga versus Duke. I believe this is also in Vegas. It would make sense. Yeah, it's in Vegas as well.
1: You know, credit to, credit to Gonzaga playing these high marquee games because they're going to yeah. run through their conference like they always do. So I think this is brilliant scheduling. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want I want Duke to win, so Purdue has a chance maybe to be number one for the first-time school history, which is insane to me that we've yeah. never been ranked number one, even when right. we've had really good teams. Um, But even, I think uh, it's, wow. will win. Yeah, never have been number, ranked number one. We've been Even like
2: the uh, Big Boilers junior year when they were rolling we were in February. We were,
0: Not up to three. I think we were yeah. three probably Robbie got hurt. I
1: think you're right. Yeah. And then 17-18 the mm. got up to three. But like Rick yeah. Mount's team's never got the one. I mean, never. Joe Carroll. That's pretty been as
2: they gotten the two.
0: Yeah, we have. I don't okay. know when. Back in the days. That's really about it. Uh Illinois plays UT Rio Grande on uh, Friday.
1: Well, depending on how tonight's games go, they might need <laughs> they might need something to pick them up.
0: Michigan plays a school called Tarleton I'm on the Wednesday. I've never heard of that school in my life. I if but, uh, division One. Update on the Big Ten score right now with 14 minutes left in the second half. Uh Number fourteen Illinois trails Kansas State by one point.
1: Let's go, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce Weber.
0: Big Ten is ugh right now.
1: Uh, some of the teams I don't I don't care. I hope they're uh, the whole year. Yeah. Two of them that start with I. Maybe all three yeah. of them that start with I. Yeah. Why not? So it looks like uh, yeah. Brad and his flopping ways, are got a big win. Season form against Houston today. Calvin sanctions. So. So many uh, scumbags in the college basketball <laughs> world.
0: So many more than and, uh, Broke the Big Ten three-point.
1: Yeah, I don't care when he plays for 18 years. I mean, right. I'm like, come on. But, you know, it is interesting to talk about because there will be other records broken by guys who come yeah. back.
0: So, yeah,
1: I mean, eh, that is what it is. I mean, I mean like Carson would
0: have had a chance to break the Big Ten scoring record when yeah. he came back for his fourth year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, true. But this basketball team's fun to watch boys. I I like yeah. how you put it on social media, Evan. It's should be a fun ride, but let's enjoy every moment. Yeah, I'm
0: trying to enjoy every minute. Yeah. I know it's like I mean obviously there's gonna be some ups and downs and it's yep. very possible it ends in a heartbreak on you know, on a Saturday in the first in the second round or something. Um, yeah. which would suck, but it's like yeah, I'm just trying to it's when I, I think back to seventeen, eighteen where we you know, we won like like seventeen games in a row and just how I probably didn't cherish as much as I, I could have but I remember that Michigan game at Mackey we're just we're just throwing haymakers at each other it was so much fun and I'm sure we'll have a couple games like that this year but just trying to enjoy it every little yep. bit because we're very chance if we have a good year we could lose a lot of guys
1: yep and enjoy those guys too mm-hmm. yep absolutely so but uh, before we get into talking about some football I know this is Thanksgiving week and everybody's gonna be eating some good meals with uh, family and friends this week but if uh thanksgiving festivities end and you know the bucket game's coming up saturday and you're like i'm tired of the leftovers (laughs) i don't want to eat anymore i don't want to cook anymore you can always go to mad mushroom or order mad mush online or over the phone and if you tell them the boiler breakdown sent you or you order online and use the discount code break five that's b-r-e-a-k-5 for five dollars off any order over twenty dollars um and of course they have the pizza of the month right now which is the mad chili let me bring that bad boy up here makes me hungry every time i do <laughs> but it's uh, the mad chili pizza is their signature hand-tossed pizza dough covered in a house-made chili with onions jalapenos mozzarella and cheddar cheeses and finished with corn chips so and that is through the rest of uh november which is only about a week yep. so uh, make sure you take advantage of that and uh feed your head with some good pizza and uh Let them know that we sent you.
0: They've been doing some cool things. We're doing some interviews with – I think Sasha's got a radio
1: He's got podcasts, podcast. Like a live show. He couldn't make it last night, but Eric Hunter Jr. filled in for it.
0: I'm going to check it out, but, yeah, I need to check that out.
1: Yeah, I I watched a little bit of it last night. They use StreamYard as well, like we do on this podcast.
0: So you mean it would be pretty
2: easy just to – to merge the two shows—is like, yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Maybe say maybe we should
1: we should make a trip down and do a do a little live remote. That'd be pretty fun. I'd love
0: to do that.
1: That'd be pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, we we kind of hit on it at the beginning of the show. Evan was there at Wrigley Field, but the Boilers got a a big. I'm going to call it a big win. I know it was against a team who's <laughs> now three and eight, but we've seen Purdue. Slip and fall so many times at teams like that. Northwestern's had Purdue's number for a good amount of years now, just for some reason. But uh, every time Northwestern punched, Purdue punched back harder.
0: Yeah. I was a little disappointed defense. Yeah. It was not no, it pretty wasn't game. pretty. Um, I was a little disappointed in how much they could run on us, especially late in the game. Um, but it's even something we needed to when I mean, we had one possession. I've never, I think, I've ever seen four straight sacks on so like, <laughs> the same <you> know. possession. <laughs> um, Mackie third and the twenty-six. Game. Yeah, <laughs> another <laughs> sack. Mackie sealed the game with a pick at the end. George, I mean George, had some awesome hits at the beginning of the game. Um, Milton Wright, my God, like I mean, we've been waiting for him to kind of break out. I mean, he's had some good games, but you know they obviously they were um, favoring their coverage towards David Bell and the guy guard Milton Wright could not. Hold his jock strap because he just would just run right past them. They ran the same play. Rubbish. Like his
2: his three touchdowns were like the same. All of play. Like, yeah, just yeah. It was and just he, like down the sideline. I don't know what it was. He's yeah. like he ten is yards pass
1: for his size too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I I know you can tell he's one of Jeff fair players. He's said over and over again he practices harder than anybody. He has a great attitude. He doesn't complain because he could complain if he wanted to. Because mm-hmm. between Rondell and David Bell, he doesn't get as many balls as he probably should. But mm-hmm. I think he's proven to. Purdue fans and coaching staff and everybody, right now, I'm your number one guy next year. Yeah. And I can do
0: it. Well, so, even like after the game, I think he said it in multiple interviews where you know, just the the mentality in the locker room is you know you know some it's always it's going to be somebody's game whether it's going to be. Uh, it's gonna be David Bell's game a lot of the time. It's gonna be Jackson's game one game. And he said today was my day, and I can't wait for the next game for it to be someone else. So we can celebrate another another guys. like just that mentality, you know, definitely a, a team first mentality was was pretty cool to see from that. Because as I said, very easily he could, you know, be you know he could transfer if he wanted to, and be you know yeah. or he could have transferred after last year, knowing that David was gonna be number one this year yeah. and gone somewhere and been number one guy if he wanted to. But he's sticking it out, and his heart. I mean, we saw the drops end of the season. He's fixed it, and yeah, I mean, he's no doubt like. Because I, mean, I, I will admit at the beginning of the year, I was a little worried. like, man, this is going to be my number one guy next year. Like, I know. Like, man, I like him a lot, but, man, he's got some issues. But now I'm like, this is going to be a stud.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think – and maybe you guys feel the same way. Maybe you don't. Just from an outsider perspective, I feel like this team's really tight. And I don't <laughs> think the last few Purdue teams the last two years were very tight. And this team just seems like they really get along. And, and maybe a lot of it's the, the staff changes.
2: That's out. what that's what I was gonna say. I think Brom. I think it was in like the press and his the the Jeff Brom show tonight. He talked about he commended the new defensive staff for willing to be collaborative and talking. Like he he brought that up a bunch this year, so it made it sound like it's a kind of a it was bad a bad was attitude. That's
1: Seriously. exactly what like, I was
0: before But how bad was he?
1: <laughs> he must have been a nightmare behind the scenes. <laughs> oh how did he God. get the job? How did he get the job? What <laughs> did he do?
2: How does he keep getting jobs? No uh, job kidding. Yeah, he's got is a great a agent.
0: Apparently, my god. Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe he has James Franklin. James I mean, Franklin's agent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ten years. Is it eighty-five million, million? Is that what I, is, all? What did he all say I know was, is
1: Ryan Dage just licking his chops. Oh my what, god! I, I what saw what something did, in the
0: comments of like it was like thank you for no Ohio State fan for <laughs> winning streak to a another ten years. <laughs> what did uh? And
2: like what wasn't it like this morning that like James Franklin talked about like oh what do you do know about your future? Oh, yeah. I don't really
0: know. It was like, basically, I wish I could tell you guys, but, you know. I hope I could tell you guys by this point. I was like, oh, USC. He's gone. Yeah, like, I, sure. I think
1: everybody was connected to the dots. So, it's either Penn State was knew that other schools were coming after him or they are just deathly afraid of that. And they're like, yeah. yeah, you lose to Ohio State every year, but you don't get killed like Michigan does. You've got us to a couple good bowl games. We're going to sign you through
0: 2031. Yeah. I don't know. I
1: didn't see that come. I look like an idiot because I said he was gone.
0: <laughs> I, so. I, mean, I thought, yeah, I mean, just the way that it mean, happened this year, where he's fumbling like the I team. Mean, he's talking about like preparing for Illinois or something. When he's not preparing for Illinois or something stupid right, like that. It was just right. like this is this guy, this guy is guys one foot out the door already. And I mean, I mean so he, I he gets
1: the he gets that Mel Tucker's rumor to get ninety five mil. What's Ryan Day gonna get for God's sake?
2: When's Jeff Brown's extension? Uh, he should think, get. one. I think this, he's this gonna get one after the season. He has to.
1: Yeah. So I'm thinking, what's the years and the
2: in I mean, contract to be Frost, on that? Scott Frost just got an extension.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless him. Hey, they're God close. Him. They're
2: close, guys. Did, Did you know? see they opened as favorites against Iowa this week? <laughs> Did, wait, what? It's, 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 today. it's, it's Yeah, because Martinez, Martinez is, not, is out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, right. they opened as like four point favorites.
1: It wouldn't yeah. shock me if they beat Iowa and, and for
2: us or without we went, Martinez. The line's now Iowa one and a half. Oh, yeah, my God. but it opened at like. Like Nebraska, three and a half, minus three and a half or something. What?
0: I mean, well, what's weird is we I know we've talked about it before, but I mean, they've got a plus uh, points percent or really points weird. against the, against their opponents, and they're uh, three and eight. Yeah, and they've uh, their opponents right now, which is, yeah. I mean, they've had a lot of close losses, obviously, but it's, it's that's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and we actually assuming we beat and we want Nebraska to win because that might give us a better bowl than Iowa potentially. Yeah. Um
2: And but he, there's someone put on the boards. There's a chance Purdue. There's somehow Purdue could have like a four way tie to win the West. They won. They wouldn't go to the championship because they know, would be a tiebreaker. Yeah, but they technically yeah. would be a four way tie for first mm-hmm. in the West.
1: Moving in the right direction. Print the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Hang <Hannah> a banner. <laughs> um, but going back to the game, I I know we've talked about this guy in length and, and for good reason. Last few weeks, Aiden O'Connell, man, he. Hundred in ninety-one passes in a row without an interception.
2: Now I just jinxed him. One ninety-two, Tanner. I think it is.
1: Well, Carpic said one ninety-one, and I read one ninety-two, but I'm going with Carpic. Okay, I, I feel like he's a, he's the stat machine. But uh, man, I I just don't remember the last time I've felt this confident in a Purdue quarterback.
0: Just the fact that none of us wanted him to be the starter to start the year. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's.
1: Yeah, Aaron Lynch did. I will. I got a yeah, hey, yeah. friend and, and, and occasional guest. I don't I even mean, know if
2: Brom wanted him to be the starter. <laughs> I mean, they kept going back and.
1: I know, I know, but man, he's. I mean, I, I even had a um, coworker of mine, actually my boss. Uh, he's an Iu guy, but he went to the Purdue game Saturday, and that's what he said. He goes, "I like that O'Connell kid." He goes, "He makes quick decisions. He doesn't have happy feet. He's got a big arm." I'm like, "I know," and he was he, a walk on.
2: I think he <laughs> – I know earlier in the year, I mean, he had his moments, but then he also would take, like, just devastating sacks. Like, right. It's like first and 10, and then all of a sudden it's second and 23 just because yep. he just holds on and just takes a brutal drive-killing sack. I don't remember. He, he hasn't done that in a month. He took one or
1: two in the red zone the other day, but I think he's been yeah. instructed, especially on third down, to eat it if nothing's yeah. open and just hopefully Finneran can make the kick, So which is – Fifty-fifty
0: anymore. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I feel for the kid. You can tell he's fighting his confidence every time he goes out there. But I just hope Aiden comes back for a sixth year. I know he's he'll walk through the festivities on Saturday, but he can still come back. I mean, Greg Long did that last year. Jackson Antham did that last year. So I, I sure hope he comes back because that'd be huge. Purdue actually yeah. getting or knowing who their starter is going to be going into the season
2: for the first yeah. time in what a since two thousand
1: and ten. Probably yeah, yeah. when Robert Mars first year at Purdue. So yeah. Yeah, it's uh he's playing good ball and like I said, the defense playing good ball and let's just enjoy what's probably George and David's last home game. I know nobody's officially said that, but
0: I can't remember if we if we talked about it on the pod or just through our text, but I know I think one of you guys I think it's of you asked, but does George and Bell do they walk on Saturday like Rondale did last year?
2: Yes.
1: I, I, think- I I, I could de- – yeah, because David's so close with his family and his grandma. Yeah. Um, I could see that. And then George being the hometown boy, yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah. I think had Rondale not done that last year, I could see maybe they don't. But the fact that he did, I think it's just like, okay. I mean, and I, I mean everybody expects that. It. It's not going like to be a surprise by anyone to anyone. I mean, if anything, I'd, I want them to because they, they deserve everything oh, yeah. for what they've put up with and what they've done this year.
1: They're going to go – down as at least in my, in my own personal opinion two of my favorites of all time mm-hmm. both of them mm-hmm. I mean they've been great ambassadors for Purdue been great players on the field can't ask for much more but uh, looking forward to the bucket game we're 15 point favorites it's uh, I think
0: Bell needs like a 100 yards or you know, like just over 100 yards to break the all the single season record for Purdue for receiving yards something mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. he missed the game
1: yeah He's he's crazy. He's so good. I mean, it looked like he had a quiet game. He still one on one. Yeah, Saturday. I didn't
0: know that until like I think I either you, you said, said that. it or and I, it, I was like, I would have guessed he had forty. Like, yeah. I was like the TV,
2: the TV broadcast is even talking about it. It's like, oh, slow start for David Bell. He's had a couple drops, and he's like, oh, he's got seven for seventy-one. And I was like in the second <laughs> one. It's like slow start.
1: Yeah, he, he had that one drop like the second series of yeah. the game. Maybe it was yeah. the first first series of the game, and it's like, huh. He's been doing that about once a week, but then he doesn't drop anything else in his vicinity. Yeah, I mean, so. just
0: get get his mind right.
1: But I, I think I think the guy, the senior who's going to break out Saturday's pain Durham. He's I been pretty so. quiet since he got hurt. I think he I think he has like, goes out in a big way.
0: Yeah, he was my prediction to score, lead the team in touchdowns, and I am not even close right now. I think. No, no. I think Bell's got like eight or more than that. Actually, actually, Milton might have caught him now. Uh, let's be see on here. Saturday? Yeah. Well, Saturday. I mean, I want David Bell to go out with like 300 yards against IU. Actually, yeah, Milton, that'd be beautiful. Yeah, Milton is leading the team with touchdowns with seven, and then Bell's got five, and then Anthrop, Durham have four. Sheffield's got three. Thompson's got two.
1: Yeah, yeah, what I saw were 15 point favorites. That's the biggest. That we've been favored since we were favored by over twenty points in '04.
0: Wow! Wow! That was with Orton. You just torch yeah. him. Put them it, fifty.
1: I want it to be like the tiller, sixty-two to ten.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Which I did. I put on our Twitter today. I wanted to know what a lot of people's favorite old oak and bucket series memories were, and we got a, we got a, quite a few responses. Um, which was nice to see. Uh, let's see what everybody said here. Well, now I got to find them all. I got to scroll back. Um, at Lancer UWM said only the best picture in all sports history. It's Tiller and Breeze and for the, the Rose Bowl yeah. with the roses in hand. Um, at. Uh, Diener underscore thirty five said Tiller's last bucket game was a student in the stands. Love watching us whoop IU and not ashamed to admit I teared up de- during Tiller's speech after the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Ultimate Boilers said oh, eight, 62 to ten blowout with a smiley face. At at Boiler Roo said Rod Woodson going two ways to beat them single handed. I always forget, heard I forget. stories about yeah, that one
0: where he just he played both sides. Yeah, it's crazy. Did he do special teams too, or is, am I making that up? I think
1: he did everything. Yeah. He was – I wish I could have seen him play because, I mean, yeah. to be on the bad Purdue teams, it could be a top-ten pick. Must be yeah. pretty good, which he was. He's all of Fame NFL Hall yeah. of Famer. So. <laughs> At Shell DZ says, 2000 Rose Bowl clincher. At D Snides 14 says, in 1995, Mike Allstott and the Boilermakers destroying the losers in Memorial Stadium 51-14. to Destroyed, exclamation point. What year was that? 95. Okay. I believe we pulled Allstott. After, like, three quarters, he was five yards away from, like, 300. We pulled him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: should have left him man and just let him keep running. You, I, think he, uh, I, I think he got dad, seventh in the Heisman
0: that year. Yes, your dad this question. I did not. Um, yeah, my I should have. Th- I'm to
1: guessing he would have said the Rose Bowl
0: clincher Is my yeah. guess.
2: What are how about you guys? Is- yeah, I know Tanner. I know what Tanner Saver does. What's that? 2012, Danny Hope's last game.
1: It was. I'm a little biased because I was on the sidelines, <laughs> and that that was cool. I got us to go to a bowl, and I got to hold the hold the bucket. And Robert yeah. Marv balled out that game. That was pretty yeah. pretty good.
0: Um, I feel like I had like random moments. I feel like I don't remember a lot of the bucket games because growing up, it was just kind of it was a it was a game. Kind of like kind of, I was, I'm just kind of thinking of when did Purdue play? I, I remember. 16, I, yeah. I remember the worst ones, like the Austin Star kick. watching it on TV. Oh seven. So that was, oh, that, was so that was awful. I broke um, my parents' door. <laughs> Watching the, the I hazel punched, I and, punched and broke the bolt. <laughs> what an idiot.
1: What did, uh, what, did,
2: what did Eric say about that my one? My mom
1: got mad at that one. We were down like 24, and I smacked my hand against the garage door, or not the door to the garage, and it like yeah. busted. Yeah, that wasn't one of my brighter moments.
0: Um, I mean, the tiller Tiller's last year, 6 to 10 that was incredible being there, and it was snowing. Um, it
1: was colder than cold. It was,
0: it was so cold. We weren't good, but we just – Painter just – Absolutely oh my god! Ripped them apart. That was cool, and, and just like I can't remember who said it, but
1: you remember when Thickpin ran out of bounds because he just didn't want anything to
0: do on the kickoff. <laughs> no, like I don't. At the, I don't remember at the that. The ten
1: yard line, he was gonna get hit, so he just went out of bounds. And They were down by like fifty at the point. He's like, "Screw this!" Yeah,
0: I mean, Tiller's speech. I mean, I remember what that was. What was it? Oh seven. Oh eight. 08, 08 yep. yeah. So I was sixteen. I, I think I teared up at the at his yeah. speech, just knowing it was coming. I mean, that's who he grew up with. Sure. Um. I, I, I remember little moments like Jake Stanford, the whole like we fumbled, IU recovered it and oh, ran yeah. it back. And then he 06. came 06. 06, and he, yeah, he he knocked the ball out for a, um, a dumbest rule in sports with a touchback. Um, I remember it might have been the same year, a different year. But I remember on a kickoff, we hit an IU player got hit so hard he started walking towards the producer. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know where he was. no idea where he was. Uh. Um, I mean, Brahms' uh, first years up there just that was just that's what I was thinking. Of being there and it was recently you know, gone yeah. through four years of just just getting our butts kicked and to finally beat them. But, but more importantly, it was to go to a bowl. I Man, I think they're the fans like to say that we rushed the field to beat IU. It's like no, we rushed the field because we made a freaking bowl after winning nine games in four years so that that was the reason we rushed the field because we just won six games which was felt impossible um that's up there i think probably tiller's last game is probably my favorite for me
1: i'm glad you brought up that Braun one in 17 because i kind of forget about that one and garrett hudson had to pick the first drive of the game
0: that's right yeah the
1: place rocking yeah that was fun
0: i mean even like watching the an 18. Uh, I didn't that, like that
1: idea. one because I was already scared to death. I ah, Rob's leaving it for Louisville. Uh, I can't <laughs> even enjoy this. <laughs> That's right.
0: But, I sure Rondale balled out. Yeah, he did. Yeah, with, he did. yeah, he did. Wow. Um And
1: Markell had a good game, too. Yeah, Markell always
0: played well against Indiana.
2: And, and those, were, those were extra
0: special, extra good, I guess,
2: because uh, IU, it was, for, it was for a bowl. It was like a year Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or so yeah. that's true. Both teams both were times. five and six coming in, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was crushing IU a little bit, too, at the same time.
1: But, yeah. I mean, I could see IU giving us a fifth final Saturday because, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, two, two years, years ago it. in 2019, yeah. we were kind of in the position they are, and we took them to double. And, honestly, we probably – we should have won that
0: game. Have won. Yeah, Milton oh, dropped yeah. a pass that mm-hmm. could have set up a, like a field goal oh, yeah. or something. It could have set I up mean, something.
1: Tom Allen's threatening to play four quarterbacks this week because supposedly Penix is ready to go. So
0: they've been. I, I, cause I saw they've been uh, saying I, that. Yeah, I saw someone report that on Twitter, and I saw like one fan's like, "Oh, so like every other week they're saying this," and one of the, the guy like the is like, "Yeah, basically." <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I mean, you got to keep your opponent on, your, on their heels. Oh so yeah, I get it. Um. But it's crazy to look at the. I was looking at the series earlier today. This and I tally this could be my eleventh bucket game live, uh, eight and two at bucket games so far. Lost saw the overtime loss in twenty ten, my freshman year, and then the double overtime loss in twenty nineteen, um, both at Ross State. I've only made one trip down to Memorial. That was in 03 when we took what I think is the most talented Purdue team I've ever seen. We were actually lucky to get out of there with a win, because a guy named Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, you guys remember him? Oh, yeah. He ran all over us. It's like, nobody runs on our defense. Like, who is this guy? And yeah. then he transferred to Ole Miss right after that game. so, uh, <laughs> but, so uh, went but, down south. Yeah, 11th matchups. Like you guys said, we kind of grew up just dominating IU. But for the last decade, it's kind of flipped. Mm-hmm. Not dominating, but IU's got the better of Purdue more times than not.
2: Well, everybody got the better at Purdue for the Darryl Hazel years. That's, so.
1: That's true. Except Illinois.
0: Not Illinois. And <laughs> Nebraska, that one game. <laughs> With yeah, record <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, God, that's awful football. Uh, how far we've come. But looking forward to it. Um, I mean, good slate of Big Ten games on Saturday. I mean, you got the game at noon. Michigan, Ohio Probably State.
0: the best D game in a while.
1: Oh, since that one time when they were, like, both top two in the country. Yeah. Uh, that was like forty-two thirty-nine game, but yeah. uh how do you guys see that one playing out?
0: Ohio State's so freaking. Good. Ohio State
2: is rolling. Now, mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about that. What they just did to Michigan State oh it makes God. me it made, does it make you
0: guys feel any better about what? Yes, happened? yeah, 100%. yes, yeah. Like at least we yes. scored
1: thirty-one. Woo! Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, they they jumped Alabama in the playoff rankings. I'm not sure if they had last week or not. Well, they, they did tonight.
1: What, what was what's the rankings tonight?
0: Uh It was. um Two, Georgia, Georgia two,
1: 1, Ohio right, State yeah.
0: 2, Alabama 3, Cincinnati 4. Cincinnati 4, okay. And then Michigan – or sorry, no, Ohio, Notre Dame was 5. Oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Michigan was happen. 6. Is, is that right, or am I making that up? Maybe They're
2: showing know. they're showing up as 5 on mine, but that could be AP. But. Notre Dame's but getting in the AP, playoff
1: yeah. again. It's got to happen.
2: You're right. So, no, I've got Michigan – college football, I've got Michigan 5. Notre Dame 6. Oh, I thought Notre
0: Dame was five. Okay. Yeah, but well, they're gonna they're gonna drop. They're gonna, yeah, one of them's gonna beat the other
1: rolls. one, and then yeah. so Notre Dame's gonna drop that one. Alabama's gonna lose to Georgia. Yeah, Notre need, Dame's gonna drop them if Cincinnati happens to lose a game. Notre Dame's definitely in.
0: You need Alabama to win.
1: <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I, I keep saying they need to join a conference, but why? When they make right, the playoff why, every yeah. damn year, why join a yeah. conference? We We're are, are their, second best, okay. their second best win. We're their second best win.
2: It's okay. They they can sneak in at four and then lose by forty to Georgia. I
1: hope they do. I hope yeah. they do. Yeah, but God, I'm just
2: tired. And then of they can fire them. Brian Kelly, like that. Whatever you sent that list of twenty five coaches, that one guy yes, on the poster. What an idiot! Like,
0: had like 20, <laughs> P.J. Fleck was on that list. Uh, oh, was on. There. God, I know that Brown was on the list. I was like, that's a little insulting. You got like P.J. Fleck. I think you had. So you have some interesting – I think you have Paul Christ on Kirk there. Kirk <laughs> <laughs> Paul
1: Chris would not fly at Notre Dame. Are you kidding me? With this style? Oh, Do you think Kirk God. Ferentz would? He's not leaving Iowa. No. no. Oh, my God. Notre Dame fans probably think they can go get Belichick. I mean, that's how oh, they yeah. think. I mean – They
0: can go get Urban. That's yeah. Oh, team. God. They're all, they're all <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's going to – he is the Notre
1: Dame – Oh, Lord, didn't even think about that one. Cause I heard <laughs> a rumor. Somebody was trying to stir up a rumor. urban back to Florida. I'm like, yeah, okay. What? That, yeah, that's going to happen. No chance. He goes back Jeez. to Florida. But Lane Kiffin, another name. There you go.
0: But I, uh, hate that. I like Lane, and that would make me so mad. <laughs> yeah. His yeah. antics yeah. LSU, Florida. Oh, man. There's, there's it, a Washington, Washington open. State, TCU. I hope Lane goes to LSU.
1: Illinois is up 13, by the way. Oh, rats.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, let's pick the Big Ten football <laughs> games real quick. Then we can wrap this thing up. Iowa at Nebraska on Friday. was one and a half point favorites, like Andrew mentioned earlier.
2: No, Adrian Martinez for Nebraska. I think Iowa rolls. I think I, think Iowa I,
1: don't, runs, but I don't think Iowa rolls, though.
0: I mean, It's double digits. Sorry, what was the game?
1: Iowa at Nebraska. Uh, Iowa. Um, Ohio State-Michigan, I think we all agreed to Ohio State's going to win. Do they cover the eight-point spread? Yes. Yeah. This game's for a bowl. Maryland's a one-and-a-half point favorite at Rutgers. Winner goes bowling. Loser stays home.
2: We got hmm. Maryland minus one and a half.
1: Yep. one-and-a-half. I'm taking Rutgers, though. I'm man. taking she Rutgers. Home
0: team, yeah, Yeah, gets it done. No, I'm going Maryland.
1: Remember when <laughs> Maryland was 4-0? and They won one game yeah. since that right. was against Indiana. Oh, yikes. Uh, Penn State seven and four. Like we said, there in the news today, gave him James Franklin a ten-year extension. Um, at nine and two, Michigan State, but Penn State's a one-point favorite
2: here. That's shocking. Yeah, Michigan State number twelve, Michigan State at home.
1: Yeah, underdog. I think Sparty gets them in a close one.
0: I think I think they do as well.
2: Nope. Wow.
0: Uh yeah, old Penn State with that one.
1: I think this is for the Land of Lincoln Trophy or the Lincoln Hat or something. Three and (laughs) eight Northwestern at four and seven Illinois, who's a seven point favorite.
0: Illinois, but they don't cover just to make it fun. (laughs) I
1: think a line that gets it done, then they're kicking themselves for not winning, probably against us.
0: Yeah, I think our good friend
1: friend josh Muntz back on the bandwagon i think after he, he, never, left. Him last he never left he never left you know he watched every
0: game oh yeah uh-huh. oh yeah <laughs> if he didn't watch he definitely followed the score yep
1: then the paul bunyan at bunyan's axe game number 15 wisconsin seven point favor at seven and four minnesota
2: i think we have to refer wisconsin here right like i don't want pj fleck to win the west he, would, yeah. would they win the West if they win? If they beat I Wisconsin, because so. they'd be they'd, I, they'd be tied. tied. I think. I think. And then yeah. they'd have the tiebreaker over Wisconsin. What's Iowa? There's uh, they, if well, if Iowa wins, then Iowa wins the West. I think. Oh. Or no?
0: Did Wisconsin beat Iowa? Or did Iowa beat Wisconsin? I don't know. If Iowa wins, Wisconsin West,
1: beat Iowa, but Iowa beat Minnesota. If Minnesota.
0: <laughs> yeah. If so Iowa, Iowa, if.
2: If Minnesota wins and Iowa wins, Iowa still wins the West.
0: Because yeah. they'd be 7-2 and two in the West. But I think if yeah, if Iowa and Wisconsin I think Wisconsin wins the West. Because right. Wisconsin holds the tiebreaker.
1: Right. Right. So, yeah. uh, I'm going Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, Wisconsin. I think they cover.
1: They're running back to stud. Imagine Hold that. on.
2: Nope. Right, we need, actually, okay. Take that back. We need Minnesota. Because then it'd be if Minnesota, sure, PG, if Minnesota and Nebraska win and Purdue wins, that would be a four-way tie for first for
1: <laughs> But then Minnesota goes to Indy,
2: right? I don't. I think Iowa still would. Did Iowa right. beat Minnesota? Uh, yes, they did. Okay. Yeah, so Iowa uh. would still go. Who it's cares? Minnesota. Who, yeah, Who's going to get absolutely rocked by <laughs> of State?
1: Unless Michigan beats them somehow.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then khaki pants might be in the playoff. This sucks. This sucks needs to so be
0: something different
1: there's so many coaches at the big Ten I hate <laughs> like in football and basketball I hate like a couple of them a ton and then a lot of them I'm like eh. but football I hate a lot of them
2: like well, Fitzgerald,
1: away. I used to not have a problem with him hate him now
2: <laughs> why I don't even remember did they show him on Saturday I don't yeah. even remember seeing
1: him <laughs> yeah he was yelling
2: I
0: got this. I forgot that. Yeah, I realized this was at the game because uh, it was it was cold. It wasn't too bad. It was actually a pretty nice day given November in Chicago. Um, but I remember just I remember videos of the last couple years of their strength and conditioning coach going viral because he always just wears like a polo. Oh yeah. I oh, saw him yeah. on the sideline, jumping up and down. I was like, I forgot about this freaking guy.
2: <laughs> well, norm- yeah. Normally they're on the lake and it's even colder, like where their
0: actual yeah. stadium is.
1: Yeah. Remember IU used to have one like that, but he went to Alabama.
0: Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't. Don't blame them. Nope.
1: So the bucket game, then I think is the 96th time the old oak bucket's been played. 125th meeting, I believe. Purdue's got the series lead by like decades. Um, <laughs> uh, how you guys fill in score predictions for Saturday?
2: I want Purdue to throw the ball 60 times.
1: I'd be okay with it.
2: I mean, they. I, Northwestern was supposed to have the like the worst running defense in the Big Ten, and Purdue had like forty yards. I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think just give up, top. just give up, and just yeah. let O'Connell's yeah. air out. Except
1: Xander ran good against IU two years he ago. He did. He did. And, True. Yes. and he yes. kind of has a vengeance against them. So
0: which is weird because like it's not like they spurred him or right? anything. Like he just chose to play running back for Purdue as a right. walk-on versus a <laughs> linebacker. Didn't <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever, whatever worked. I don't care.
2: The uh, the center guard, uh, I can't remember, Sam uh, Garvin, Gar the center that got hurt. Didn't he go to IU first, too?
1: I think. And then we have the IU transfer d tech.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Demarjay Lewis, yep. Yep.
1: Next year, uh, Samson James is going to run all over him next year.
0: The, uh, <laughs> Markel, Markel or Jones 2.0. point um, Yep. I don't feel like the game's going to go the way my score is, but I'm saying 42-17.
1: Oh, God, I hope you're right. Yeah, I feel I
0: feel it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a lot like. I hope it's not as close as nineteen as twenty nineteen, but I could see it just because I mean, you, you the cliche of throughout the record book, but you really can. I mean, depending, the it all depends on the weather. I don't know what the weather supposed to be like on Saturday. It's, probably it's supposed to be, be decently night. I think it's supposed oh, to be like wow. forty okay.
1: forty and and sunny. Okay, aired it it out, out partly sunny. It's yeah, <laughs> which most of the games going to be at night. Anyways, three thirty. Yeah, um, Two is, uh, o'clock.
0: This is 47 and sunny, yeah. This oh, is the man. Uh, Grab the shorts.
1: I could be mistaken, but this is the first Ross bucket game I can remember being at three thirty since like 02.
2: Always noon.
0: Always it was noon. Was 19 out of 3? No, it wasn't. No, because it ended in the daytime. All right. Where mm-hmm. I got there early to tailgate. Because mm-hmm. two thousand and oh two were
1: both 330s because they ended in dark. But ever since then, I don't. I remember. A, and if they've been three thirty,
0: it's, it's always. Yeah, it's always been. Mm-hmm. Now down there, they'll yeah.
1: throw it at three thirty often, yeah. but not. Not. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Even yeah.
1: In yeah
2: years I I, like, I feel. Like we had, like had a been, bunch. Pretty. Like we haven't had that no. many noon games this year. Been, no. We haven't had like any. Two.
0: Yeah. I don't think we had any home games though. No. Minnesota. Oh, you're right. Wisconsin was three thirty. Yeah. Which is wild.
1: I think Minnesota and Northwestern were the only two noon games.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's going kind to of be some sort of Purdue record. <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately, but
0: unfortunately,
1: though, guys, noon's kind of becoming a prime time spot for a lot of the games. Yeah. At 330, not so much anymore. It's kind of flip-flop because it's like Fox, big noon game. and But I like the 30 games. So. I'm going 38-20, Boilers. We get a couple defensive turnovers early. IU kind of quits. So
2: I, I like, I, I know my head tells me, yeah. My, okay, my heart is telling me, yeah, like 51, <laughs> 13.
0: I um, want McCully to regret his decision, even though it wasn't, even though it's kind of made for him. But at the time,
2: I, I'm kind of with you, Tan. I think it's going to be a little lower scoring than I'm hoping. I think it's going to yeah. be like 28, 28,
1: so I, 14. IU's got a pretty strong. Okay,
0: defense. They yeah.
1: were. I mean, they have ten seniors on D.
0: McFadden's a stud. He'll yeah, on Sundays,
1: he might get called for targeting. He gets either called or almost called every game. It seems like
0: Yeah. Uh, dirty
2: player.
1: But I, I just want the seniors to go out and have a big game. I want Bell and Karloff to big game. Jackson Anthrop thought it was interesting. Uh, Tom Deanhart talked to Jamarcus Shepard today, and he said he got emotional talking about Jackson Anthrop. He's almost like a son to him. That's kind wow. of bond they have. So they played oh, catch the entire time. They, they played catch with each other at Wrigley, like a father and son would. Oh wow. On, on when they got there. How they played catch and uh, he, he,
2: Yeah I remember uh Shepard was his like first year or two and they they brought in Rondo and Milton Wright and Rice and Bell mm-hmm. and all these and I think Shepard was getting on he made jokes about that. I remember this like four years ago. I was like Anthrop is like you're not gonna get any playing time. timer's gonna recruit over you and he's like mm-hmm. somehow you still do. Yep. So yep. I've been talking about that for. Yeah, I mean, I remember two years. Jackson.
0: Jackson was awesome in Brom's first game against Louisville. He caught a couple touchdowns, and he's still here.
1: <laughs> I remember when we got him because he was a Hazel recruit.
0: Yeah,
1: my dad. I remember the moment I saw he committed. I was with my dad. My dad's like, "Oh my God, why? Why did we give? Because he had no offers. Yeah. Because I think wallbash was or DePaul was like the level he was going to go, which he would have killed him down there. Would've oh my God. Him. But. Um, He's, been, he's been a good legend. Yeah. yeah. He uh, bleeds black and gold. So, um, yeah, uh, hope he goes out Sean, too. And it's looking forward to it. It's going to be sold out. Should be a good day for football. Looking forward to it. And, and you know the shop's got some good T-shirts to get you ready Absolutely. for the game on Saturday.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, they, uh, I saw on their uh, Instagram that they uh, posted, you know, they uh, yeah. said something about the bucket game and they've got all the shirts out. Of course, they have the IU uh, shirts at the center of the store and proves on the side, but I'm not going to say anything about that. Um, <laughs> Come on! <laughs> anyway, the Boiler breakdowns brought to you by The Shop. The Shop has been bringing sports and hometown apparel to the fans since 2011. From our humble beginnings in garages and basements, you can find us at our two retail stores and online. We make comfortable shirts. It makes us happy. The Shop is located in Carmel and Indianapolis, as well as online at theshopindy.com. Use promo code BREAKDOWN for 25% off your order.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Go get yourself. So I, th-
0: I think they said they're even coming out with some couple new Pete, pretty Pete designs in honor of the basketball team kicking ass this weekend. Awesome. I think that's awesome. what no I saw. One. I could be wrong. Maybe it was, a- I hope it wasn't another brand, a barrel brand, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they said something.
1: We'll go with that. And the Boiler Breakdown podcast is also brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webbs Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Webbs, right now, they got pretty much any vaccine you want. I should say any vaccine. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> they got, if you're looking for a COVID vaccine, a booster, or the flu shot, flu shot, they got you taken care of. And they do have, I just talked to the owner of Webbs this morning, Evan's dad, so I'm, I'm factual when I say this. They have Johnson Johnson, they have Moderna, and they have um Pfizer. So that it, whatever you want, they got it. So e- easy, to, easy to go in, get an appointment, set it up online or call, schedule an appointment, go in. It takes like two minutes, get your shot, get out of there. And of course, uh, they're boiler owned and operated as well. For all of your high quality medical equipment, supplies and pharmacy services, check them out online at webrx.com. Or like I said, you can give their friendly and caring staff a call. Web's Family Pharmacy, the professional pharmacy with the hometown touch.
0: Illinois up to seven with two minutes to go.
1: I hope they choke.
0: And those
1: uh, those leaves, Andrew, I finally got my leaves taken care of I this
0: week. That, yeah. That's going to be a weekend
2: project for me, I think. Yeah. I know it's going to be crappy cold weather again when so I try to yeah. do it, but no, I have a lot of help. need a lot of help. Too bad I can't call Shroff Landscaping down here in Indianapolis, I don't think. So Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff landscaping Design with you in mind.
1: And they are also boiler owned and operated. We appreciate all of the sponsors, all four of the sponsors that sponsor our podcast every single week. So, uh, what a great weekend it was to be a Boilermaker. Let's keep it rolling this weekend. Let's boiler up, hammer down, and beat those.
0: COTFH.
1: Yep, beat those losers from Bloomington.
0: Yes, sir. Boiler up.
1: Get that bucket back. <laughs>